The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, Already in Progress. Writing to Peter said, uh, I need to remind you of some things, even though you're established in the truth. And that's, that's the same thing happens to us today, because Hebrews then follows up and says that we need to pay more earnest heed to those things which we've already heard, lest we let them slip. Because unfortunately, sometimes we move from a truth when a new truth is introduced. And so we want to make sure that we are, are reminded and refreshed and uh, encouraged on the present truth that we might already be operating in. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Now, Hebrews chapter number 10. Let's go there and then we'll read a few scriptures and then we'll do a couple of points of review and then we'll see what the Lord says today. OK. All right. Uh, Hebrews 10 and 35. Hebrews 10, 35. Shout them there if you're there, please. It says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Verse 38 reads, now the just shall live by what? By what? Faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Chapter 11, verse 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaks. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Glory to God. Verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that diligently seeks him. Glory to God. So we understood from last week that uh, two points here, uh, well, a couple of points here. Number one, the just shall live by faith. Shout that with me this morning. The just shall live by faith. We see four different occasions in Scripture. It says exactly the same thing. One other one says we walk by faith and not by what? Sight. Glory to God. And so the Bible says that we, when we come to God, we must, number one, believe that he is. And then number two, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seeks him. Glory to God. Tell your neighbor, say, I sense you're going to be rewarded for your time today. I sense you're going to be rewarded for your time today. Glory to God. Because coming to church is an act of seeking God. And so as we diligently seek him, he we will be what? Rewarded. Praise God. All right. And so we shared some things with you last week. Number one, again, that the just shall live by faith. And number two, we shared with you that we do have faith. 
Okay, we already have faith. God's given us a fruit of the Spirit called faith. He's also uh, given every man the measure of faith. So we have faith, but yet some of us have not developed our faith to the place where we can do more with our faith. Praise God. I love that song y'all minister today. Strong finish, strong faith. Glory to God. Because they, are, they go hand in hand. If you have strong faith, you're going to have strong finish. If you're going to finish strong, you'll have to have some uh, strong faith. Are y'all hearing this? I love that. Glory to God. Every song y'all did today was just incredible. I just... Praise the Lord. I was listening to Hezekiah Walker the other day. It was just Friday, and that song came. I said, this is a wonderful song. We need to do that song. Here it is. Praise the Lord. Whoop, there it is. Praise God. That's a little side journey, but no. Uh, but strong faith, glory to God, or uh, strong fitness requires strong faith. In order to get strong faith, you're going to have to develop the faith that you have because we all start at the same place. Now, what you do from where you start is up to you. You can stay where you are. You can develop it a little. You can develop it a lot. But you got to understand, based upon your development of your faith, will determine how much you can pull in of the promises and manifestations of God. You got it? So the more you develop, the more you can pull in. So we saw from uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I like to say it like this. So then faith is developed or faith is strengthened by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more you hear the word of God, the more your faith should be strengthened. The more you hear the word of God, the more your faith should be developed. Praise God. But we understand that just hearing the word is not enough. We have to then go and then do the word. And so we got to hear the word enough in order to move us to action. So if it, if it takes six weeks, it takes six weeks. If it takes three weeks, it takes three weeks. If it takes three months, it takes three months. Whatever time it takes, you got to keep yourself up under the word so that you can begin to develop the faith that you have based on the word that you're hearing so you can move to action. Because James says faith without works is dead, doesn't work. So we can walk around, talk about how much word we know. We can walk around, talk about how much word we didn't heard. But if you're not doing the word that you've heard, uh, then you're not getting the blessing based upon or uh, that's tapped into, the, tapped into the word of God that you've heard. Are y'all hearing that? Praise God. So now, today I just want to share with you just a few moments, three components of living by, and walking by faith. Three components of living and walking by faith. The whole intent of my lesson last week and this week is to remind you, stir you up and encourage you that the just shall live by faith. And we are not to live by faith just when challenges facing us. We are not just to live by faith just when things aren't, as w aren't the way we want them to be. We are to live by faith when it's good, when it's bad, when it's in between. All the time. Shout with me all the time. Faith is not just for emergencies. It is, for, it is a lifestyle. And so if you live every day, you ought to live by faith every day. Praise God. Y'all hearing this? Now, let me give you, uh, remind you of the definition the Spirit of God gave me of, of faith. Faith is confidence in God, which causes you to act on what he said without any sense realm evidence that what he said will manifest. I'll say it again. It's confidence in God which causes you to act on what he said without any sense realm evidence that what he said will manifest. In other words, I have confidence not in me. I have confidence not in others. I have confidence not in my employer, but I have in confidence in God. And my confidence in God moves me to act upon what he said to me, 
without any sense realm evidence that what he said to me will ever manifest. Are y'all getting this? For example, uh, in, in the area of healing, I have confidence in God that causes me to act on his word that says with his stripes I am healed, even though my body is racked with pain. My body is telling me you are not healed. Your body is telling you you are not well. You, you are sick. You, are, you have a, 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 a challenge in your body, but the word says you've already healed. And so my confidence in God causes me to act on the word and not my feelings. Because the scripture said, let the sick say I am well. Come on now. I said, come on now. I might be in pain right now, but I'm not going to say I'm in pain. I'm not going to ma magnify the pain. I'm going to say I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Why? Because I have confidence in God. Are y'all with me today? Faith, having confidence in God, causes me to act on his word. I have never seen heaven. I've never seen Jesus. I've never seen God. Neither the Holy Spirit. But the word tells me that if I will give my heart and life to God, I will spend my eternity with him. So my confidence in him caused me to walk down to the altar, pray the salvation's prayer, give my heart over to the Lord, trusting that what he said to me will manifest even though I've never seen heaven. See what I'm talking about? That's the confidence that I have in God that causes me to act on what he said even though I don't have any sense realm evidence that what he said will ever manifest. But you know what? I don't need sense realm evidence. All I know, need to know is his word. Are y'all with me today? Come on, talk to me now. I'm talking about living and walking by faith. And we got to get that and we got to be convinced of that and settled in that so that we don't allow what we see naturally to tell us what's going to happen in our lives. Because what we see naturally is only temporary. Shout this temporary. Shout this temporary. Say, what I'm facing today, shout, what I'm facing is only temporary, only for a brief moment. Got to have confidence in God, okay, confidence in God. All right, three components of faith. If you're living and walking by faith, you're going to have these three components in action in your lives on a consistent basis. First component is believe. Believe. Faith begins with a belief. Okay, you have confidence in God because you believe him. Okay, you do not have confidence in someone that you do not believe. Okay, so if someone told you they was going to do something for you and you did not have confidence in them, you wouldn't believe him. Or if you didn't believe him, you would not have confidence in them. You got it? And so confidence and belief go hand in hand. So you can't have confidence in someone if you are not able to believe what they said to you. Got it? So the first component of uh, of living and walking by faith is believe. Now, we saw already in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 6, where it says, when you come to God, you what? Must believe. Shout women today, must believe. believe. See, belief for a child of God is not an option. You must believe. If you're going to get anything from God, you must believe. You, you must believe. Not think, but what? Believe. Believe and thinking are two different things. Not just wish, but what? Believe. Now, Mark 9, 23 says, all things are possible to him who what? Believes. So if I can believe it, guess what? It makes it possible for me. May not be possible for you, but it will be possible for me because what? I believe it. Y'all hearing this? Glory to God. So if you're going to live and walk by faith on a consistent basis, your life needs to be filled with belief. 
Believing who? Believing God. Believing the will of God. And so if you're not able to believe the will of God, then you believe God and believe the will of God, you're not going to have great success in walking and living by faith. Because believing God now believes something outside of yourself, something that you can't see, something that you can't feel, something that you can't touch, but yet you still believe. And you know what? You don't have to see it in order to what? Believe it. All you got to do is have a word on it. And the fact of the matter is, if you see it, you don't have to believe it because you what? See it. I believe it when I see it. What's the point of believing when you see it? You already see it. Why do you have to believe something that you already see? You already see it. Why need to believe it? No, belief is for those things which you can't see yet. Praise God. You know, you're dealing with a relationship and marital relationship and you see a certain action in your spouse. But yet the word of God says you can have something else. You believe that versus the action. Amen. Because you can't see the appropriate action yet, but yet you believe the word of God that it change will take place in the relationship. Glory to God. All right. Everybody shout believe. believe. All right. Next, number two, second component of living and walking by faith is going it's going to be speak. All right. So I have to believe and I have to speak. If you are living and walking by faith, we're going to be able to hear it come out of your mouth. Got it. Go ahead to hear it come out. If you're not if you don't not hearing yourself speak the word of God or you're not hearing others speak the word of God regarding situations, then they are probably not living and walking by faith because faith requires speaking. That's why we have so many confessions around here. We have confession for offering, confession for the ministry. We have confessions in the uh, faith news. We have confessions all over the place because we understand that faith involves speaking. That's why these songs that we sing and we tell you, shout this, shout that, is not just to have you make some noise. It's for you to make some declarations. For you to begin to speak some things. When I have you say, say this after me, it's not just to hear you, hear you say something to me. It's because I want you to say it out of your mouth to release it in the atmosphere because it has to come from you in order to manifest. I can't speak for you. So if I can get you to speak what God is saying in your life, then you'll begin to create what God is saying in your life. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Not just sit there and just listen and listen and listen and listen. And listen. No, you got to release some things from your life. Because we are made in the image and likeness of God. So therefore, if, God, if the character and makeup of God is already on the inside of us and the way God does things, we should be doing the same thing. Glory to God. Hebrews 11.3 says, we understand by faith that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now, if God framed his world or this world, talking about the universe, not the system, the universe with words, guess what you think we need to use to frame our worlds? Our universe, our what? Words. Okay? And those words then will create something in the atmosphere and cause what's in the atmosphere that you created to show up in your life. Praise God. Go to Mark eleven twenty three now with me. Because just saying it is incomplete. Okay? Saying it without believing is not going to have it uh, come to pass. Okay? So we, ha we say things like, some things like this, you have what you say. That's some, that's, that has some truth to it, um, but it's not com a complete statement, okay? Because some of the things we've said we haven't had, and I'm glad I haven't had some of the things I said 
Come on, talk to me now. Right? I'm glad. I'm glad. Bless God I haven't had some of the things that I have said come to pass in my life. You know what I'm saying? You know how you say I'm, I'm freezing to death, starving to death. My head is killing me. A lot of us have been buried by now. And then, right, we, 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 <laughs> we'd be having memorials in the newspaper of us, you know, every year. No, because we've been gone because we would have killed ourselves with our words if we had everything we said come to pass. Okay? So if that's the case, then why or what's needed to have what you say come to pass? Okay? So Mark eleven twenty three gives us that information. Mark eleven twenty three says, So whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not what? Doubt in his heart, but shall what? Come on, say what? Believe. Say it again. Believe. But shall what? Believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he what? Says. So that's why we began with believing. Because if you don't believe it and then say it, you're not going to have what you say. Because you can go around talking about I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus all you want. But if you don't believe you're healed by the stripes of Jesus, then that healing may not manifest in your life. You got to add believing and then what? Speaking. Y'all hearing this today. Glory to God. So whatever you believe you say will come to pass. You shall have what you say. I don't know about you. I believe that I'm healed. I believe that I'm prosperous. I believe that I have peace. I believe I'm the righteous of God. I believe I have the joy of the Lord. I believe those things, and I declare those things, and guess what? Those things are in my life. Praise the Lord. And if you do the same, that'll be in your life. All right? Go to 2 Corinthians now, chapter number 4. 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. Talking about this second component of living and walking by faith. Okay? So I'm going to what? Believe God. I'm going to speak the word of God. So 2 Corinthians 4.13 further helps us on this speaking part. And you got to learn to speak over yourself. Sometimes you got to get flat in the mirror and look at yourself in the mirror and just say some things. Glory to God. In the midnight hour, when you want to say everything else, you're going to have to train your mouth to say the word of God. I tell you what, I just don't, I just don't understand. It's just, everything just going to pot. No. It's my season for increase. You see the difference? Okay, praise the Lord. All right, 2 Corinthians 4.13. Read it for me. Ready, read. Y'all give yourselves a hand. That was just such unity. Go and give yourselves a hand. No, really, go ahead and give yourself. No, I say give yourselves a hand. That was such unity. Praise God. Wonderful. But the scripture says that if you believe, what's the next thing? When you believe, what do you do? Speak. When you believe, what do you do? You believe it, you what? Speak it. And that works on both ends. That works on the faith end. And that works on the fear in. Because if you believe in the opposite of what God says, you will also say the opposite of what God says. And if you believe what you say, you will have what you say. Whether it's on the faith side or whether it's on the fear side. And we got to make sure that we stay on the faith side 
and not on the fear side because the fear side will take you down. The faith side will take you up. But what's happening, I think, is that we're, we're, uh, we're almost balanced. We're saying, we're saying some things on the faith side, and we're also saying some things on the fear side. And if you take a positive two and add it to a negative two, you'll get what? Zero. You see what I'm saying? And so I think some of us are declaring some things, maybe in a corporate setting. Come on now. While you're in church with other faith folk, but when you're all by yourself, what are you saying then? When the doors are closed, when the, when the blinds are shut, when nobody's around, are you saying the same thing you are saying in the faith atmosphere? in the atmosphere when you're being challenged with what you believe. Are y'all hearing this? Because I'm telling you, morning time, morning, some morning, especially if you're dealing with pain in your body, a lot of times after sleep, that pain creeps up on you during the night, and you wake up and you're like, oh! Uh, okay, praise the Lord. <laughs> and in that time, what are you saying? Come on. What are you saying at that time when that pain is the, is the worst? Because, see, when you come in this setting and the anointing is flowing, pain seems, level seems to go down. You get home about 3.30, oh, hey, Shama, oh, hey. Ooh, I didn't feel that for a few hours. Why? Because the, uh, the, the anointing, the presence of God, that anointing will remove a burden and destroy a yoke. And as it subsides, when you come out of the present, when it subsides, that pain will creep back up. So what are you saying then? Are you saying the same thing in that season or that arena that you did in the faith arena? Come on, talk to me. See, that's why we got to check up on ourselves. We have to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do because we're the ones that's uh, affecting the, the, uh, the length of time. I think uh, Sister Angela talked about that time thing, uh, the length of time, how much we're going to spend in that time. Based upon what we're doing. Are y'all hearing this? All right. Why, now, why is words so important? Why is words so important? Um, Proverbs 18.21 says that death and life are in the power of the what? Tongue. Notice that death and life are not in the power of God. Death and life are not in the power of people. And death and life are not in the power of the devil. You will think that the devil will have power to bring death into your life. He kills, steals, and destroys. But what he does is he gets you to speak against you and then gives him the authorization to then steal, kill, and destroy you. But if he can't get you to speak against you, he can't come against you. Oh, man, come on now. See, that's the, that's the manipulation. That's the deception. He gets you to talk against your destiny. He gets you to talk against your promise. He gets you, you to talk against the word of God. And as soon as you talk against that, bless God, he comes right on in. But I'm going to stay on the God side. I'm going to stay on the faith side. I'm going to shut every door that I know how to shut, glory to God. I'm going to lock the back door. We, I lived in the country. We used to keep our doors open. Anybody still do the same thing? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just keep the doors open. I'm going to lock mine, glory to God, especially to the enemy. Because I don't want him to sitting up in my house when I get home. Are y'all hearing this? Praise God. Number one component is what? Believe. Number two is what? Speak. And then number three, obey. If you're going to live and walk by faith consistently, obedience is a lifestyle to you. 
Obedience has to be a lifestyle. And so you got to get up under the word so much that you now don't, don't have to go through the deliberation process of whether you're going to obey God or not. You remember that day that you first heard the word and you sitting there thinking, should I do this? No, come on. Let's be real. Come on. You remember, should I do this or should I not do this? It's you just going back and forth. I know I'm supposed to do it, but I sure don't feel like doing it. I sure I know, I know I'm supposed to do it, but I tell you what, I sure enough don't want to do it. You remember that deliberation process? But the more you grew in the word of God, the more God blessed and manifests himself in your life. Now when you hear the word of God, it's just like, okay, let's just do it. Because you built up enough confidence and he's built up enough track record with you to cause you not to even question what he says. And so as you trained yourself in the written word of God, now God is able to speak to you audibly to spirit to spirit. And God will give you some instructions by the spirit of God. And you know it's God based upon what you've already spent, how you spent time with God. You just go after it. Oh, man, glory to God. This is good stuff. All right. James 2, again, says faith without works is what? Dead. So you're going to have to have some corresponding acts of obedience. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you're going to have to obey the word. You're going to have to obey the word. Notice I didn't say study the word. You got to what? Obey the word. You got to obey the word of God. Okay. And so God will give you instructions. Now, what, what's sometimes confusing or can challenge some people is because they don't realize there's two sides to this. One side is the person of Jesus. And the person of Jesus is what we get our peace, our joy, our, uh, you know, our relationship through. But the other side of Jesus is the principles of Jesus. And so there's the person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. We want to cling to the person of Jesus and avoid the principles of Jesus, but you can't have the manifestations uh, that Jesus had in his life if you just hold on to the person. You're going to have to embrace the person and embrace the principles together, and you'll be able to have what the Word of God says. Praise the Lord. I pray that you enjoyed today's broadcast on living and walking by faith. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Just simply means that you've been justified, declared right. Or in other words, you're born again. So every born-again believer should be living and walking by faith. Now, I wasn't able to put the entire lesson on today's broadcast, but I placed the lesson in a two-CD or two-DVD set so that you can get into your faith library because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So I want you to call that number on the bottom of your screen Write us at the address below, log on to our website for our online bookstore, and get today's series on living by and walking by faith. I share more principles and, and more encouragement than what you've seen on the broadcast today to help stir you up to live and walk by faith and receive all that God has already promised you to have. Glory to God. So I look forward to hearing from you. Again, call the number on the bottom of your screen. Write us at the address below. Log on to our website. Make sure you get this series in your faith library and you will be encouraged. Until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. 
Log on to www.fccintl.org or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.